Do you remember? No, you not remember, but I mean, because you've seen some of these. But there's this thing called the MonsterVerse, right? Dan, Dan, not only the remember, I remember the Monster Universe uh, more successful than the uh, than the uh, what you would call it Universal Dark Universe. Um, no, I think you said it wrong. It's uh, the oh. the MonsterVerse. What did I call it? Monster Universe, I believe. Oh, I think because of the dark universe. I was going to make that dark universe joke and I was already messing it up in my head. <laughs> and the well cuz also too the universal monster whatever is a different thing. Remember like with the uh, throwbacky right. throwback So the movies? universal monsters universe would have been called the dark universe. The monsterverse oh. is this. Yeah, it is this thing that um I, I did this I don't even know the origins of the name, but I'm assuming hmm. it's like when they decided to relaunch with all these films um, that center around well, Godzilla, but then also King Kong. We're, I, I think we're right in, in saying that when Godzilla and when Kong Skull Island came out, 2014 and 2017 respectively, yeah. they were not connected movies, right? Um, I think I, I want to say that they had the intention, like, yeah, directly connected within their own universes. I don't think so. Um, but... Little did we know that they actually are. Yeah, I feel like we found that. We f- we figured that out. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any bleeding over of like uh, um, information or... Uh, yeah, I don't know. But the thing is that th- like stylistically, they're completely different. Like Kong Skull Island is yes, like doing right. its own completely uh, kind of a genre movie um, within well, this even- action thing. Even uh, when they when they eventually did Godzilla versus Kong, if I understand correctly, they had to like like fudge the the numbers on Kong size because they because <laughs> they were so not expecting to do this. <laughs> right. That when they oh. did Kong ver- when they did the original Kong, he's not big enough. He's like way right. too little to to match up with uh, Godzilla. So actually, the Kong in in Godzilla versus Kong is way bigger than the Kong from Kong Skull Island. Right. Wow. Okay. Because like, 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 uh, that makes like, sense. Uh, he, Kong could hold a human in his hand, like, like fingers around the person. Right. Godzilla yeah. is the size of a building. Well, like, think, they don't, you know, think like about this. Everybody will know this image of Godzilla or King Kong climbing the Empire State Building. He has to climb yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah. And Godzilla would like yank that shit and use it as he a toothpick. Use it like a baseball bat. Yeah. Or a baseball bat. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we can. I think. uh Actually, it's a little bigger. Yeah, baseball bat's a better thing than a toothpick. Yeah, um, but uh, so yeah, I was I just wanted to go back because we're gonna talk for a second about this new TV show and how this works into it. But the MonsterVerse has um, four movies that have come out, with a fifth one coming um, in twenty twenty four. So the first movie was Godzilla, and that I remember as the Breaking Bad Godzilla um, because That's it funny. has. Uh, what's his face? Brian Cranston, 
who I believe dies like pretty quick. I think that was surprising in that movie. If I remember oh, yeah. right, yeah, he yeah, dies yeah. halfway through and you're like, what? Like, oh, okay. Um, I, I remember this movie as uh, this dude named Gareth Edwards made this movie called Monsters and people seem to think it's pretty cool. So they're giving him a, a Godzilla movie. This is that like right? One of the oh, I don't know. And I was like, this guy has is absolutely unproven. Why are they giving him a massive uh-huh. franchise? And now, uh-huh. now Marvel does that a lot. Oh, right. no, not exactly. Uh, kind well, DC, they can DC more than Marvel. But also, well, like the Eternals, they gave what's her face, like who made the she, you know, but she Nomad was already she had it. already succeeded at at. Oh, that's making, true. I guess like a, like a like a, a monsters was was a you know cult. Like I had a cult following, but it wasn't a massive success, or it wasn't like mm-hmm. a critical darling or anything. It says that box office made four million, but the budget was five hundred thousand. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was go. definitely. A, have you seen Monsters? No, I never seen it. No, it's cool. I'm not really it's familiar. Got a night. It's got a. It's it very much plays on the whole like uh, scarier if you don't see it. Yeah, uh, right. And it's very, very like uh, saves money that way. Like you could tell like that was a financial uh, decision that worked uh-huh. out really nice. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. So then, yeah, he does Godzilla. He goes on to do Rogue One. But that was his only involvement, I think, was that first uh, movie, which uh, proved very successful at the box Mm -hmm. office and kind of just gave us a a new launching off point. I remember feeling like that movie was pretty fresh. Like it felt like... um, um, like I didn't know Godzilla necessarily. Like there was that movie in like the late nineties with like Matthew Broderick and the Puff Daddy. Yeah, song. I, that was horrible. Talk, that was horrible. If we're gonna talk about Godzilla, like uh, um, like as far as American pop culture audiences watching Godzilla, mm-hmm. we hadn't really seen anything major yeah. since that 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 American Godzilla that is generally yeah. considered a very bad Godzilla movie, right? Yeah, very very. Highly regarded as as uh, uh if not you've good. seen I think it's Godzilla two thousand uh a Japanese Godzilla movie because they after Godzilla failed here in America we were like well that's it for Godzilla of course not the the Godzilla kept being just as successful as forever in Japan uh-huh. uh and then I believe it's in Godzilla Millennium uh, or Godzilla two thousand colon Millennium he there's mm-hmm. a the new Godzilla or the now Godzilla uh has to like fight all the Godzillas from time and like whoa the fights are like legitimate fights that are difficult for him to get through yeah except he has to fight American Godzilla at some point and he absolutely like uh destroys him like he like doesn't <laughs> he like just wipes the floor with him what's it called yeah. when he jo- is like jobs for him like a yeah you take a fall right. to make a guy look good like yeah yeah that's funny um yeah so there's a lot of pop culture references but for me having seen every one of these movies till now um in this series i feel uh like i know i've seen a lot of godzilla i feel like very familiar like as a character and, and i oh and i've also seen the japanese uh releases of like their more recent uh, i was gonna say what, what are we talking like so uh, i'm trying to remember oh shin godzilla was one right dope dope as hell but but uh not exactly what you might consider a godzilla movie normally like for sure you have to have you have to have some idea of who godzilla is to to appreciate why shin godzilla is like a weird like a take on it you know right yeah i guess that's true so i must have already i think that came out too after this one right that we're talking yeah, about that came out in 26 that one came out in 2016 yeah yeah so that that must have been my uh feeling that i was like somehow familiar with um 
this world in some way. Maybe I didn't get everything in, that Shin Godzilla was uh, yeah. trying to so throw Shin, at me. Shin Godzilla was um, after, I think that was the last Japanese Godzilla uh, movie until they did three animated movies, but um, Godzilla uh-huh. Minus One is the next one. And what's con- what what uh, Wikipedia is calling the Reiwa era. So starts oh, with Shin called? Godzilla okay. handful. Yeah, the Millennium Era would be those uh the wild ones, the 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 really crazy uh lots of wild special effects, uh, electronic looking stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen clips of those kinds of Godzilla movies. Um mm-hmm. and then I remember from the the Showa eras, the one the the ancient ones, you know, like the the man in a rubber suit ones. Yeah, you remember that have the grainy footage, and then there's the Heisei era too. I don't know if I finished. Yeah, the 1954, like the very, very first one. Um, it's kind of a hard thing to like get into, but I think I feel like once mm. you get into it, you can kind of uh, uh, appreciate it for what it's doing and kicking off everything. But the, yeah, I've, the I haven't seen all the are, other ones. The older ones are definitely more fun to get into. I think as a kid, mm-hmm. or, or or to to like first appreciate them. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. my we had as a as kids we had a, a VHS copy of Godzilla versus Megalon, which is not mm. actually a, pre, a bigger one. It's not like a. I see it here from seventy three. I see it yeah. on the list. Yeah, but it was the one that had Jet Jaguar in it. <laughs> That's a pretty fun. Huh. Uh, it's a pretty fun character. That's cool. Yeah, like, there's so many here. Oh my god, there's so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh just in the in the actual timeline of Godzilla movies. There are 33, including the animated ones, and not including the American ones. I was going to say, I see a list here at 39 that um, I, IGN put out, including the one coming up this year, right. the Godzilla vs. Kong sequel. That's with the American ones, right? Yeah, with the Americans ones. Godzilla uh, x Kong, the new empire. And uh, you know what? I already got my ticket, too, for Godzilla minus right. one uh, in hey. two weeks. Yep. Cool. I'm going to go do that for sure. They're doing it. In, they're showing it in IMAX, I think, because there's no big releases in December that would require, you know, need IMAX. Like there's the Oscar-y movies and stuff, but mm-hmm. nothing for the big, big screen. So yeah, that Very should cool. be fun. Um, all right. Going back to, so we did 2014 Kong Skull Island. So I see this guy here, um, Max, wait, writer Max Borstein. Who's this other guy? CEO Thomas Toll. So this, uh, there's the, there was an intention for sure because they tried to get the guy who wrote the first one to write the second one in these new movies. Kong Skull mm-hmm. Island with the goal mm-hmm. of establishing Kong in the same universe with the ultimate thing of Godzilla versus Kong actually happening, um, like building up to that. So they each got, so 2014, we get one Godzilla, 2017, one Kong, and then another Godzilla, 2019, Godzilla King of Monsters, King of the Monsters, which I didn't, I didn't love that one. Um, from what I remember, I think she's got 11 from, uh, what's her name? 11 from Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown. Um, oh, okay. as the kid in that, that we're kind of following around, and then in um, and then that's, 20, that's the one you would consider the bad one. Yeah, that's the weakest point, probably. Even though it's like watchable, I feel like it was. Okay. I didn't like hate it, but I was just like, oh, this is kind of lackluster uh, and compared that one to has the first Mothra two. In it, right? That sounds right. It was a three-headed one. What's the three-headed one? Ghidorah, King Ghidorah. I think that's the yeah. I think that's the um. Let's see, Monster Zero. And maybe both of them actually, and because yeah, that was Mothra the point of it. And King Gator. Well, yeah, uh, Mothra is technically a good guy. Oh, okay, yeah. So in the yeah, that was established though, like that. There's these other creatures in there too, besides Godzilla. I think just uh, to yes, further so expand things. Yeah, mutos as they're called in the uh, right. I got um, a chance to use it. We looked up how to talk, how to say it. <laughs> the, uh, 
Yeah, like, I've never yeah. heard that word. What's it stand for again? Say, say the thing. Uh, oh, I forgot already. I d- literally, I used the pronunciation <laughs> and then evacuated all of that information from my brain. Uh, Massive. Mutated. Oh, wow. I was already wrong. <laughs> what is it? Massive unad- unidentified terrestrial organism or kaiju. Mutos so or kaiju. The, either or. Technically, Mothra shouldn't count then, right? Because it's not terrestrial. Like, uh, can fly. Oh, it, oh, is that what the oh? That's what that terrestrial word? means. Upon Terra, mm. right? Like, uh, oh, okay. Confined to Terra. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you'd have to take that up with the uh, powers mm-hmm. that be over at the etymologists over there. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So then we move along. Uh, mm-hmm. Fourth movie: Godzilla vs Kong. Which this I loved. I saw it. I think twice in the theaters, and it was in the unique time of um, kind of a pandemic still happening a year later and all those movies remember um hbo no uh yeah well warner media slash hbo decided like they're gonna put all their theater movies just directly straight to streaming and so this was uh but it was also in theaters too if you wanted to go there wasn't a lot of people when i went there Mm -hmm. but um but yeah great entry into this um thing so like that's what's piquing my interest is this yeah. the film where uh, Mr. King Kong has a uh, Mr. Kong? I guess you know mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. whole name uh-huh. has a uh, magic axe in it. Yeah, because we learned that the the we learned the background of the Hollow Earth uh, origins of yeah. uh, King yeah. Kong. Yeah, so it's really he has fun. a magic axe. Yeah, he goes uh, and we see like where his like King the, Kong people come from, and he gets his, he gets the axe. Yeah, his King Kong people is a fun a fun <laughs> phrase. The yeah. the is this the same year that. Optimus Prime also had a magic axe in his movie. Oh, I have no clue. When we, what year yeah, was yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. He also has a. He also gets a movie where he gets a magic axe. I was, believe. Maybe uh, it's a sword. Maybe I'm wrong. Was Maybe that a prehistoric? Sword. Was that the one with the Dinobots? I can't follow that anymore. I have no idea. <sighs> yeah, I I don't know either. But that sounds um, it could be very possible in our age of uh, I, IP. What uh, year did the uh, what year did that movie come out? Okay, that was 2021, and then um, I'm curious to look at Godzilla, X Kong, the New Empire. Mm-hmm. So we had Verse Kong, and now we have X Kong. Which I, does that mean? Like both of them together? Like they're uh, working okay. together? I uh, so in my experience, mm-hmm. uh, X means cross. It's actually uh, sometimes even translated that way. Not not X, not verses, but cross. Cross. Uh, and I usually see this uh, represented in Japanese games and very occasionally in anime or some other or like Japanese product. And it usually yeah. just means two products crossed together. So okay. I'm thinking right right now Street, Street Fighter Cross Tekken is a video game oh. that exists. Uh-huh. And in that game, you can f- pick any of the characters, or not any, but a collect- from a collection of characters uh, from the Street Fighter and Tekken games, even though those two games belong to two different companies, uh, they uh-huh. came together to make a game where their fighters fight each other. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so it could be either yeah. or. It could be... Right. Like, they're not friends. Right. Yeah. Like, in this... Okay, so here we go. So, the premise of Godzilla cross Kong, the new empire. This entry uh, follows up the explosive showdown of Godzilla vs. Kong with an all-new cinematic venture, pitting the alt, uh, uh, almighty Kong and Godzilla against yeah. a colossal, undiscovered threat hidden within our world, challenging their very existence in our own. Yeah, so they're working Fun. together. Yeah, Brian so that's Tyree cool. Henry is in it. He was in the other one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah, in a Kong, uh, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, yeah. Uh-huh. And I think, I think 
I think we can say because it's an American movie. I think we're allowed to just go ahead and say X. I don't think we have to. We have to change anything about it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. I mean, that's that's you gotta you, the, the the when when the two guys are 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 baby faces. You gotta team them up. Mm-hmm. You can't make them fight each other forever, right? Yeah, no, and, it makes and sense. Godzilla and then Kong are they're baby well, faces. They're not heels. And from what I remember, by the end, they kind of like have a mutual, like they work together to do something. I think or sure. something, maybe like they fight each other. There's a big them, fight, but then it's them. yeah. Like I was gonna say I was gonna say because we were saying the whole friends to children thing. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. save some children, and then I remembered a scene from the show that we watched today, and I said no. Sometimes they did not save the children. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. For sure. Yes. <laughs> so, fast yes. um, forward to now. Sorry, I was going to mention one more thing. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just, I didn't realize this too. The, remember, so we, the television, they keep separate on the, um, on the wiki and it's because they're kind of doing uh, more peripheral things, you know, just like a lot of TV shows, like the way the Marvel shows on Disney were kind of just in between the, the margins of... Uh, other properties sure um so skull island 2023 is an animated netflix show Uh um that does more stuff on the the kong side of things which is interesting because then the other tv thing opens also in kong uh on on a or wait skull island sorry skull island yeah um right with um john goodman's character and so yeah yeah, Yeah, how whether or not how that fits into any of this we'll have to see what we think but it um, is it is yeah. weird. It doesn't like and, and this is good. This isn't a bad thing. Uh, uh-huh. So we watched the first episode of this new show. It's called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Monarch seems to be an organization. Is Are they they're represented in the movies? Uh, wait, who's that? Mo- uh, Monarch, the company that. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, I don't recall. I can't recall them, but maybe they are because there is like these different companies like. That's the what um uh, Tyree Henry's trying to get into is like these guys that are working on okay. uh, so so yeah it could be let's there. just say it yeah let's just say it is uh yeah so we so we're we're tying back uh that character that character is in the movies though right the Goodman character no I don't remember oh, no? that's what I'm trying wow. to that's what I'm trying to check like what his what um, is from this what is from this show that is in the movies. So obviously, Skull Island in general as a place or whatever, right? Sure. So, okay. Um, um, nothing with Wyatt Russell or his dad, like that character. I don't mm. think it's all like peripheral things. So we see an angle on stuff that happened in the um, twenty sixteen Godzilla or the twenty fourteen. Um, yeah, right. There could be like um, we're seeing the perspective of that. Uh, the girl before she leaves but it has nothing to do with uh with what's his name's character in the movies right no no because remember like monarch was um it's already an established thing that we didn't really know about it's like an underground thing and that guy finds those Mm -hmm. documents from john goodman but that actually had the thing monarch written on it right but the guy who found it didn't know what monarch was kept it hidden and then the our character we're following our all our characters kind of figuring out who monarch is because they have no clue so that so there isn't a lot of connective that, tissue, really. Yeah, I like it's a good thing that I was going to say this earlier, and I realized I lost my train of thought. It mm-hmm. is a good thing that uh, this show is doing things that I can't really uh, uh, prognosticate what's going to happen, right? Because I can't, off the top of my head, think of a good reason why uh, the the it seemed like it it might have been the fisherman 
or maybe it was not specifically the fisherman, but somebody eventually came across that bag of tapes, right? Yeah, the girl's dad. Right. Uh, while he was on a boat, we don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be the person on the boat. It could have been somebody else. We're, we he ended up with be, it though. He ended up with we, it. We saw them be discovered. Yeah, by the person exactly. on the boat. We don't know where they went after that. Was the guy on the boat the guy in the pictures? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because he was like was. a military. He was like a. But it was a fishing boat. The, they found no, it in a fishing boat. Yeah, for sure. But but I think it's implied that like, um, I mean, he found it and kept it um hidden in his thing. You know, like. Right. I think yeah. we're just supposed to put that together. I don't think that there's supposed to be. Right. Like, but you don't, we don't know. That could have been, that That bag could have ended up in the hands of like a, a, a manager for the company or whatever, you know, like. I don't think so though. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because all I know is that that guy doesn't have anything to do with Ken Watanabe's character in the movies, right? Uh, No, but that, that one, the dad is supposed to be kind of like a representative character, I believe, kind of, you know, like a. Well, that's what I'm connected asking. in that's, some way, but not. Is it? He's represented. Yeah, it's not like he's actually related is he like in a any replacement way. Replacement character. I think so. Yes, I'm going to say that. Which I think would be he a is. bummer because uh, I I feel like that sort of retcons or at least uh, invalidates part of what we're already like thinking of as. Uh huh. You there? If 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 you're saying if if we're taking a if we're taking a new character to take the place of. Basically, what because that's what I was thinking. Like, uh, it, it, I kept thinking that somehow Ken Watanabe was gonna, sh- uh, and then when I saw the first picture of him, I was like, oh, it's just some guy, right? Um, we're just doing an internet check here, internet checking. Hello, hello, are you there? Yep, yep, sorry, just had to switch networks real quick. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so you're saying, yeah, it wouldn't be great if they just like didn't use Ken Watanabe or involve his characters, or, in some or way. just or like erased his character, so that we can have uh, what's basically like a kind of a weak family drama tied into this uh, this monster story. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because we don't see um, Kurt Russell, so we don't see like the connective tissue yet. Like we get oh, that what. I was gonna say that doesn't even connect to them yet. Like the stuff that Wyatt well, Russell is up to. Well, Wyatt Russell, obviously, oh, did you? I don't know if you picked up on that. You saw that Wyatt Russell is playing a younger version of his dad's Young character Russell, in yes. the in the modern mm-hmm. day, who obviously right. is going to come in contact, I guess, with the 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 female Japanese uh, main characters main character. Um, mm-hmm. That's my thinking. Um, but yeah, I right. know what you're saying because There's, they because they because they they took their. Because, because everyone who speaks American English in Japan uh, knows each other, uh, they uh, hooked up with a with a girl who could decode uh, God knows what kind of nineteen seventies encryption <laughs> they were working with. Uh, that yeah, that was her, convenient. Like, some hardcore computing to break what has mm-hmm. to be like pretty simple encryption for the time. Uh, right, and then that whatever looking at the video is somehow these are things that I that I find important to remember for the logic of the show later on. Yeah, uh, they 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 decrypted a video. Uh, oh no! What she specifically did was she took a chunk of the video, she put it online on a decryption com- uh, program that exists online. The, uh-huh. the 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 encryption program decrypted that. Uh, and then she stopped decrypting because that's all she needed to know was whether or not yeah. they could decrypt it. Yeah. Uh, that somehow that decryption 
technology was being monitored by Monarch so that when right. even just this small piece of it was decrypted, it set off alarms at mm. Monarch that's going to make them go after these kids, right? Right, exactly. So toward, later on in this show, they have to pay that off. Whatever mm. it is that Monarch is going after has to be something that that made it so that they were not they were a monitoring all decryption software websites apparently yeah or if anybody decrypted something other there's yeah. a lot of i'm sure there's a lot of decryption websites and like right. uh and two fits the bill as a thing that uh that john goodman felt the need to throw into the ocean to save right that then this fisherman person found but found to be somehow so precious that he put it into a safe but at the same time uh, not important enough to like tell people in his family about or to express like uh, uh, importance to anybody else that that would know mm -hmm. about that safe, right? Yeah. So here's what I'm seeing, dude. This is I, I'm not even sure on the exact connection. So John Goodman plays a character that says his name is Bill Randa, and the um, Japanese uh, dad character is named Hiroshi Randa. Hmm. Um. And then the mom's name, Amika Randa. So like, this is a whole, oh, and right, then Andres Holm, Andres Holm must be his son named Bill Randa. Uh, and then the daughter's Kate Randa is the younger one. So the mom grows up, I guess, like the one that died. No, she dies. Um, so I don't even know uh, what the connection is there. Dr. Keiko Miura. So yeah, I'm not sure how all these pieces um, yeah. uh, fit together yet. Ren Watabi is Kentaro Randa. He's the half brother. Apparently they all... So have two, uh, they, he was using the same last name for his two families. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So There's the, another so Randa, Alcantaro's mother. I've heard a c criticism too of this uh, first episode is that um, it's like trying to do so much groundwork, right? Of like laying the tracks of like what the mm -hmm. show is going to be fusing together between these storylines. So like they want to give the background. So we go back to 1959, Kazakhstan, to see uh, Wyatt Russell and Anders Holm and this other um, doctor lady trying to figure mm -hmm. out what's going on in this uh, nuclear fallout, right? Fallout place? Yeah, that, that part of the show was way more watchable to me than the other part, than the than Kate's part. Well, I don't know. I like, I liked the lady's part. I thought it was interesting, like, her background with, like... Um, uh, being involved directly with Godzilla, like she was in the attack, I think, right in Japan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then also, or was she involved in two attacks? Like one in Japan, and then she left and went to San Francisco, and then was also involved in one there. Oh no, 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 no! She was, it was only just in, in the San Francisco. One. San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she she's completely Americanized, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the dad was there doing his that family time. Yeah. When the attacks happened, and then, but oops, he was actually part of Monarch the whole time. So he didn't have, like, when the monster struck, he had to be like, yo, girl, go with your mom, be safe. I got to go do monster stuff. Yeah, and keep um, trying to keep her safe from everything. Right. And then, of course, uh, classic uh, no body, right? So right. Uh, I guess he's coming back later. Right, yep, yep. That's the sense um, I got. Classic uh, father died or character dies off screen without uh, main character seeing his body dead means he's definitely not dead and we will be seeing him again right but he didn't and my shorthand there so one of the things in the like that they're establishing is uh, 
Japan, like I liked seeing Japan 2015 uh, in this post Godzilla world with like the, mm-hmm. the freaking missiles that are just like, because oh, yeah. I've been to Japan recently. So like this to me was like interesting to see, uh, oh, okay, Japan, but militarized and like and warning signs, evacuation I feel plans. like, did we, did we, we had something similar to those evacuation sites in um, Pacific Rim. Do you remember? Oh. Oh, that sounds familiar. Japanese fight there. Uh huh. And yeah, there's a scene where they all have to run into these like shuttered shelters. Oh, okay. Right. For when kaiju fight, which was, Uh which was neat. I like that kind of stuff. I like when you show how infrastructure has to work around, like life must go on and people are going to want to keep, you know, buying hot dogs at the store and stuff, you know? So, so you have to like work around the monsters. Right. I, I, but then this is where, like, I felt I felt like all the stuff with Kate was really cheesy and not just in the drama. The drama was very cheesy. But mm-hmm. the but even when she's walking through the airport and she like stops and is in shock of the like uh, Godzilla emergency uh, yeah. poster. Right. But she's standing in a way where she's covering the word Godzilla. Oh. Clearly tell by the picture of the monster, or you could just uh-huh. see like the back with the scales on the back or the the, the spikes on the back. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know it's Godzilla, but she's standing in a way the way the camera's showing it. Yeah. You can't see like the front of Godzilla or the word Godzilla. And I'm like, uh-huh. what even is that? Like, what <laughs> even is that's like something you do at the beginning of a movie that you're like, uh-huh. ooh, Godzilla's back after 20 years. Here's the Godzilla movie. We're going to really hype him until he finally shows yeah. it on screen. Well, but they set up though a lot of stuff with her um, having like flashbacks to this like horrendous PTSD, yeah. yeah trauma that's gone on like because she watched Which, all these kids die legit legit like they gave her real hard PTSD throughout I mm-hmm. I I don't know if maybe it didn't come across super well sometimes it seemed like a little bit soap opery uh-huh. her the way her reactions were yeah uh, but but when we finally see what her trauma was. Yeah. Uh, the show goes there, kills a bus full of kids. Uh, yeah, that'll yeah. do it to anybody. That'll, yeah, and that's, uh, for me, just being local to uh, that bridge and using that bridge every once in a while, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, seeing that destroyed was pretty cool. Like, yeah. I liked uh, uh, that. Um, but also, um, oh, so there, so there is something, too, though, that's weird to me in this universe that we've created because the taxi driver, and this is maybe just leans into conspiracy theories within... Uh, this world and like the way people don't even believe in like somebody as crazy as oh, Godzilla yeah. popping up everywhere. Remember the the guy says to her like, "Oh, that didn't happen. That was CGI." Like the Americans mm-hmm. made up that Godzilla attacked yeah. San Francisco, and I was just like that. And she went with it because she was like, "I'm not gonna fight that." Like, dude, I was in it. Like, right. I'm not gonna argue she, with you. There was yeah. no point in her. But I yeah. don't you think that that's also like. Uh, that's something that you put in a show that comes out today just to like go like, hey, isn't the world weird? There's a bunch of um, what you call it, people who believe in uh, uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's what that's why I was like, oh, they're they're just trying to um, ha- like recognize that in this world there is like a sect of people that yeah. still believe. Yeah, they don't all they're not all convinced yet. Meaning that that sets up the show to know like once these reveal of these monsters because this is called what Monarch Legacy of Monsters. So. So I'm it's not about sure. the history of Monarch, I think, more than it is about the monsters. But they're still well, kept secret. I, they're still like heavily guarded as yeah, uh, a secret from society. I think it's flavor building or I think it's world building for sure. But I also think it's a nod to the modern world to where like very normal seeming regular people are walking around with absolute bonkers beliefs in their heads and like just kind of like and other people just kind of have to be like, well, you do a job that I need you to do. So I can't really tell you. 
hey, you're a lunatic. Yeah, for sure. Go get help or something. And, <laughs> you know what I wasn't buying, though, and the show tried to do this? Because mm-hmm. it's 2015, remember? So this here podcast started in 2014, and the guy says, oh, I have a podcast. You can go listen to it. I talk about all my crazy thoughts mm-hmm. on fake, uh, fake news reporting or whatever. And uh, that's 2015. So I'm like, yeah, they're trying to rope in a modern thing into like a 2015, you know? That's so I was true. just like, eh. I know that, yeah, that's a, a hipster hip thing right now is like uh, acting like everybody's got podcast. You know, we've Definitely. so many references I, I, to that. Right I now. like to think of the line of the demarcation line of when people, old school people had podcasts and when yeah. these new people have podcasts. Uh-huh. The demarcation line is maybe two years after I started having a podcast. That's really the most important. Yeah, I'd say once I was two years in. Yeah. Then, then the nerds, not the nerds, I'm sorry. <laughs> then the like normies started to like make their podcasts. Yeah. Like I think it was. Then celebrities think, started doing podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. Cause when you, yeah, you hopped in what, like uh, maybe two years after, like 2016. Yeah. So it's like, it. it's been a long time, dude. Yeah. So, um, so it's possible uh, so that, that was, guy was an OG. It's possible. That it's guy possible. Was it's possible. Old school. Very possible. Um, old school with a K. All right, so Skull Island, 1973 is how we open. John Goodman, I question whether he was in the OG movie, but no, that's a whole different time period. It's just concerning that island um, and what he had to do with uh, Monarch, if anything, exactly. We don't know, but he records that video, remember? So that's what I was trying to figure out, and that must be what his son saw because he recorded that video to him. He saw that film uh, that was in that bag, uh, kept that bag, and then with the rest of it, yeah, it's like it's just like we don't know a lot from this first episode. It's very so, vague on what's. Well, we know is on. that John Goodman is a grandfather to both these Japanese children, right? That's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, and that's maybe uh, because he was a military guy, and yep. and uh, he could have been an army brat, sure. army brat, something like that. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not really on board with this. Uh, show. Uh, like I said, I love the, I love the, that eh, love is a strong word. I enjoy mm-hmm. the white Russell parts. I mean, the guy is charming by himself. Uh, I, I already like the, I, I already like Anders uh, as an actor. Yeah. Uh, he's also Anders very cool. charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman was fine. Uh, and apparently it's not going to be that important anyways. So, uh, who's that? The woman in their group. Oh, uh, oh, oh. I, I didn't like... need to, uh, I didn't need to get too attached to her after, uh, apparently. Yeah, I wonder like what they're going to use these characters for, but I'm assuming yeah, she's going to meet up with with uh, Kurt Russell well, yeah, and the other guy because of the that, connection there with the dad. Right, I think the old for if we go back to the old thing, they're going to f- basically flip positions. Um, I think that Anders is going to be like this. This pursuit took my wife from me. I have to end it. Versus uh, Wyatt slash Kurt Russell is going to go from this was just a job that I had to do to like. This is important now. I have to carry on her mission or whatever. Yeah, and I wonder how because if Anders is, uh, oh, Anders is young. John Goodman. Okay, so he is. He's. Oh, like, is he? I didn't know. I yeah, didn't realize that they have the same name. Unless he's a junior. Unless he's a. Um, wait, no, because that was seventy. Fifty nine. Yeah, so fifty nine. Yeah, that can't be right because he goes oh, from no, fifty nine. John Goodman is an older Randa, reprising his role from Skull from Kong Skull Island. Got it. Oh, so he was in it. Okay. Uh, okay, so Anders is... Okay, I got you. But that, dude, that's only so then 14 years? So then, my, so then I'm wrong, because Anders goes on to be a guy who runs off to that island. 
Right. So he continues to pursue. Yeah. He's a, he seems to he forever. seems to put a lot of energy into this this uh vocation. Uh it seems like he really focuses in on this job. Like like mm-hmm. like maybe he becomes addicted to only doing like the 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 job that he has. Like maybe he becomes like a I don't know, like a work uh, like a a work addicted person, uh, like right. a workaholic or something, something but like then, that. Anyways, but then what does that have on the bearing of the future of like we? I guess we can fin- continue to oh, follow. I was just making a, young. I was just making a joke that he's on the show workaholics. Dan. No, no, that's, uh, that's totally and that's fine. Right. But I'm right. just curious: is Anders in it for the long run as the young guy yeah. he's portraying? I mean, he must. Or do be we event, just do that to a, I, to make a point, you know, and then jump, then time jump, and then that's it? I don't know. I'm curious. So I might watch a. I, I kind of want to watch yeah, a couple guess, more because yeah, we'll the monster stuff. Just the monster stuff. I'm curious. I was, yeah, I was I, honestly, if you excise the entire uh, girl finding out about her dad subplot or not subplot, that seems to be like co-plot. Let's call it. Yeah, um, that's set I up. Set up I, for the I first step. I, I don't care about that stuff. But the, that's going to be done, though. I think. I think that's I pretty think done. So. I think those are our leads. I think that's. I think those two young actors are our way to are this show's way to get young viewers. That could be, but like they're just a device, I think, to get to those documents and then bring those and connect it to the monarch stuff. Maybe. So now we're back together. And but if you were making this, know. now I'm gonna now I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my business hat on. Uh-huh. If you were making these movies and you were making uh-huh. a TV show that tied into them, uh, mm-hmm. you probably want to make stuff that ties into the movies that are happening, like in the modern day. Like we don't have uh-huh. flashback uh, Godzilla movies, or we had, we had Kong Skull Island. That was the that was the well, one, right? Yeah, but if we go on the timeline, if 2015 is correct, and then the movie from 2014 is 2014, then all of this is like set up and taking place amongst things that are before, happening before, before those, those movies, movies, kind of. Okay. Maybe. That's Unless true. we jump forward again and even more forward, I don't know. That's yeah. So, we'll we're have to see. Weird. Yeah, we'll have I to did, see. I did want to mention that uh, one of the creators of this show is Matt Fraction. I've brought him up a couple oh, of times. Oh, that's right. I heard about that. Yeah. But yeah, he is a he is a, a, a comic book writer. He's written some really mm-hmm. cool stuff. Uh, he's written one of the Hawkeye, funniest. right? Uh, yeah, sure. Hawkeye, he, yeah. he did the, the stretch of Hawkeye mm-hmm. or the stretch of Hawkeye that Hawkeye that people like to call Hawkeye. Because right. that's what they call it. Hey, hot guy. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very fun. It's about taking an Avenger who doesn't have powers and making him like, and showing him be a schlub, be a dude. Who it's is more adult, like right? It's an adult comic kind of uh Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he has, he has like a little, well, the girl is his, uh, his, uh, what's that called? Uh, protege. Training protege. Yeah. But he also dates around and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he also has a, a comic called, uh, um, with Chip Zdarsky, uh, called Sex Criminals. Uh, oh. Chip Zdarsky's a, a, a comic book artist. It's a uh-huh. very funny comic book about people who realize that, oh, what's the name of the thing? After you once while having sex, uh, uh-huh. there's the period afterwards, immediately afterwards. Oh, yeah, euphoria, euphoria. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Euphoric. But there's a word for it. There's a there's a word. There's also uh, also you cannot have sex again. For a for a certain amount of time. Oh, in afterwards. the world, uh-huh. there's a word for that time period that they use a lot in the comic book, and then for some reason it's it's keep it's staying or, away from. Or, uh, but orgasm, but later they yeah, are shocked post, by discover post. that they share the ability to freeze time when they orgasm. There you go. It, it's it's in there. It's okay. but it only lasts until they get horny again. This is why I'm saying like it's specifically the time frame in between being able to have sex. Right. They can right. freeze time. 
but it's okay. They discover this when they first orgasm. So they go uh-huh. their whole lives doing it without uh-huh. ever meeting each other. And oh, then, okay. And they have sex and then they're in each other's usual stop time. And oh. they're like, wait, what the hell's happening? Why are you here? Right. This is the time that I get to walk around the world and the world is stopped. Right. Why are you still awake? That's funny. And then they decide to start robbing banks using this power. <laughs> wow. And then there's an organization that stops people who have this power from doing things like rob banks. And then it's interesting. A, it's like a it's like a caper comic book of yeah. these criminals and this organization trying to stop them. Wow, I see. There's like yeah, a bunch of uh, volumes of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's called Sex Criminals. It's a lot of fun. It's I see. A, there's one fun. called Big Hard Sex Criminals too, which is. I mean, uh, I didn't get that far. Into it. I didn't get. I didn't. Oh, get it's a collection. Into... It's a collection. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I don't know how far I got, but it was it was a fun, wow. a very it was it was jumpy and bouncy because it was their uh, their like um, jokiness was very uh, what's that called like screwball comedy yeah. Type. Type of thing, right? Banter, uh, yep. Very bantery, mm-hmm. but adult banter. So like a lot of like blue language and stuff like that. But yeah. very like modern, like in a way that doesn't sound like kids trying to get away with saying bad words. In yeah. a way that adults say bad words, you know. So did you uh, think that there was any Matt Fraction in this show so far? Kind of. Anyway, really? Now maybe in the in the chatter between the 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 three adults. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's that's like offset by I think the dialogue between the young the two youth. Are is some of the worst. Like in a show looking this good, their yeah. dialogue is so terrible. Yeah, it's very very bad. Mm-hmm. There's a scene that I wrote down that I was like, "Oh, this is everybody failed here." <laughs> um, and it's a scene where they go to the hacker's uh house. That the right. the whole the hacker and the boy being in a relationship thing was so messy and so weak. Like handled, it was mm-hmm. barely there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they go to the thing. And there, and then they, and then she tells them that their story, she, her story, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they, he keeps needling her. He's like really, really upset that his dad had an, had another family and is really, really like letting his half sister have it, right? Mm-hmm. She's writing her like we still have to prove it and stuff like that. She tells yeah. her story, and then they they have like a moment of like empathy for her or whatever, and then the girl, the hacker girl, turns around and she turns in her seat. And I swear to God, she does not put her hands on the computer yet when Kate swoops in and says, wait, go back. (laughs) That's so funny. Wow. She wasn't doing anything. Yeah. It was was young I think she turned back around and was doing something for a second maybe or something. But It was not time enough for her to have moved forward (laughs) enough to them that need to go back. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it was young actors doing something maybe that that you need another uh-huh. take. It happens to all actors. Uh-huh. But th- but it also meant that there was the guy behind the camera also was like, either uh-huh. that's fine or uh, yeah. we don't have time for it. Wait, didn't uh, it load though? When were they waiting for it to like load and then it, and then it finally no, like did it and it just like, they were scrubbing the oh, no, okay, yeah they okay, were scrubbing okay. a video. Oh so okay okay. When they said go back. Oh that's like, weird. it was literally rewind the video. Yeah yeah yeah. Which didn't, didn't make notice. any sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it doesn't funny. matter. That's funny. No, I know how that is when you pick up on something like that, and it's like a continuity kind of a issue. You Especially know? when I kind of enjoyed how the other guys talked, how the other the other trio uh-huh. talked, with maybe the exception of the, of how many times Wyatt has to say "Oh my god," how yeah. many, he said "Oh my god" like seven <laughs> times in one scene. <laughs> yeah, um, and his mannerisms—crazy things happening. 
Yeah, and I but I, you know, and it's funny because he's I know he's gonna be his dad because it says it in the credits too that like right. they play the same character. Yeah, yeah. So I could see him doing his dad's mannerisms uh, from mm-hmm. from previous roles and just like his shtick. So that was kind of like um, fine. Yeah. It was fine because it's just you know he he does he carries affable doof pretty well. Yeah. Um. But but in this one, he had to be the affable doof who was also like very capable. Because yeah. he was he was the muscle too. He was the like operative on right. this on this thing. Right. Uh I do very much enjoy seeing him play both the 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 like dependable one and the like the like awkwardly outside of because the two of the other two, the couple, uh-huh. Anders and, and the girl were scientists. They were a couple. He was clearly the third wheel in more than ways than one. Mm-hmm. So he had to be awkward and he had to be um um capable. And the only yeah. the number the main thing I remember him from was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, show, where he was uh, like awful, where he was like a really like terrible person, right? Uh, and I it I, I'll talk all talk of Nepo babies aside, the man's got range. I got to give it to him. Yeah, like I, all those both those characters He's were legit. very believable in that face. Yeah, knowing what we know about him as an actor helps us know that he's completely capable of, mm-hmm. you know, having his own kind of autonomy in this role, even though it is connected to his dad. I still give him. Yeah. Give no, him the no. respect got, of knowing he's, got, he's an he's actor. He's got the chops. For yeah. sure he's got the chops. Yeah. All right. Should we move along? Yeah. I'm going to probably, I might give this one more episode. You're going to keep watching it. Uh, I'll probably just ask you what happens at the end. Yeah, I just need to see how quickly they get onto some monstering things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to see some connective tissue because if I'm just getting a long movie, like, I don't really yeah. love yeah, yeah, that yeah. idea of just elongating because uh, it's ten episodes. So this is like mm-hmm. it could be just under ten hours, like a let's say also, eight nine hour show, eight nine hour total. Do we time know? Commitment. Do we know that they do they go they move from there? They're they're not just going to be in the woods, right? They like those two characters now move on to have lives and stuff right that's what i think yeah that's what i'm saying like i'm curious um because then that means anders is done as an actor in this role you know uh which well, is fine it could be fine too because it's all set up just set I, up. I speaking of setup i was yeah. trying to set up uh our our, our heroes fi- going into an urban environment which is usually where you find kaiju it's much better mm-hmm. to have kaiju in urban environments because then you can tell how big they are they're standing next to buildings right uh but not all um not all monsters are, you know, the size of buildings and not all yep. monsters uh, exist in uh, in uh, urban environments. Sometimes you might find a monster out at the end of the world, man. <laughs> What's the name of the other show? Oh, we wow. Yeah, that's true. Okay. A murder at the end of the world on uh, Hulu, FX on Hulu. Um, there's only, let's see, as of this recording, I think there's like three or four out, but it's going to be uh, seven. Yeah, I saw one as well. Um, even though it's actually almost two because it's um or one and a half because it's uh over an hour with no commercials. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that was a yeah, long one. hour hour and Direct, ten. Directed by our heroine. Directed oh, really? by Miss Darby Hart herself. She directed. Darby, the, by the way, Darby Hart. What, what a uh, if you're writing a book or writing a story about like a like a a detective author. Yeah. The uh uh uh. uh uh, not just a detective author, but like a like a spunky uh, 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 detective author, like a short-haired girl who's like uh, in over her head but 
thinks what is it she's the smartest person in the room yeah uh, excellent mm-hmm. name darby hart oh great yeah name. great name great name yeah and yeah. i kind of it's seeing her like i was trying to put together i was like who does she remind me of and it's actually jodie foster actually when she was um clarice starling kind of age i feel okay. like so i thought and she's got her mannerisms kind of her stoicism sure. um worried stoicism she would looks. not be the first young detective i see young female detective i see in a, in a property that's modeled uh-huh. after clarice starling oh, especially absolutely. specifically in that first movie yeah and i say that like, more from a superficial point of view not necessarily uh, exactly like okay. the uh, uh emotional things or whatever you know um, okay, but still, yeah, it, it, it just hit me that way, and it's uh, it's a fun lo- launching off point. It's if anything like a good place to base a character, you know, a good um basis for a character, mm-hmm. like a, a lot of uh, depth. Uh, oh, just I wanted to now, correct you on one thing. Yeah, go ahead, please. You were saying that you think Dar- you heard that Darby directs uh, that, that, the uh, show. I'm sorry, no, no, no. I'm sorry, I mixed. Uh, I saw that Britt Marling directed uh, yeah, the first so th- episode, and I thought for some reason I was. You For conflated, some reason, my conflated head, Brent Marling was playing the main character. Right. No. Yeah. No, I had no clue He's about this. Yeah, I just thought I'd correct because like I had no clue that yeah, the character Lee, who we uh don't really get to follow too much yet, um, she directed and co wrote um at least the first episode. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. I don't know she, I don't know who she is. She's a hacker. She's a hacker. Not I mean uh, Darby Hart. Darby Hart. Oh, you're talking about the Darby Hart. Oh, okay. Oh no, uh, no, I'm Marie- sorry. What do we know about Britt Brit Marling's character, Lee, in this? She's the hacker lady, uh, right? But right. Uh, more importantly, okay. is she or is she not a stand-in for Grimes? <laughs> oh, right? oh, interesting. She's yeah. With um, Grimes. Clive Owen as a uh, yeah, Elon, Elon type. Yeah. And then um, what's his name? Uh, who uh, spoilers? I guess because we're gonna have to spoil the first episode of this show. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say I think this show is worth watching. It's got a real cool vibe. It's got yeah. <clears throat> it's exactly it's exactly these kind of books turned into a show. Uh, right. Well, we'll see if it has a bunch of weird sex in it, but uh, it is this kind <laughs> of a it's this kind of a vibe turned into a show. So it's definitely worth watching if you like true crime. If you mm-hmm. liked like Mayor of Easttown, but thought maybe it could use a little bit more to like Poirot in it, you know, a little right. bit lighter, straightforward uh, uh, crime solving stuff. Yeah, 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 a little more Agatha Christie ish, mm-hmm. but with that same like 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 uh, David Finchery kind of a like like a uh, light. Light touch electronic music, sort of a like empty scenes vibe kind of a thing. No, yeah, like this. So there's really good choices with the music um, throughout this episode. I made a note of uh, okay. a bunch of them. Um, the doors opens the uh, the show okay. with the uh, the so, end, the song the end. Door- My favorite doors song, by the way. I want to talk about that scene in a bit, but go ahead with the oh, okay. Music. Yeah, yeah. Music takes um, so that yeah that fits. We'll go back uh, context that, but uh, and then Annie Lennox song. I forget what it's called. No more lover, or I can't remember what the I title of the, the song is. Are all, are all pretty big songs. I'm thinking of like the the background music and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, oh, the last one I'll just note is um, uh, Portishead. There's a Portishead. Oh, yeah, um, that's in my notes. Yeah, there's a couple other songs. Actually, she says, "Ooh, that's a good song." One time, and I didn't know who that was. So there's a couple songs that sounded kind of familiar, but I don't know who they are. So yeah, this this so show is like knows what it's the writers. Doing. The writers also. I love when writers do this. But the writers are flexing uh-huh. their uh, their musical knowledge or their musical uh, uh, stuff that they like. Nobody yeah. puts Portishead in, into something and doesn't love Portishead. 
Yeah, and I've heard Porter said recently too, and something else. And I was, I always feel like a little bit like pat on the backy about like, oh, I don't know who that is. I know who that is. Even though they've kind of like, kind of like mm-hmm. yeah, they, they've got, well, they got a bigger name now. now, right? Like, right. Uh, but yeah, no. I every time it comes up, I want to go throw that live, the live, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the live. Concert yeah, they're no uh, widely known to to have that as their best uh, record. Is their mm-hmm. live recording at the was that the Roseland Ballroom or? Something I like don't that. remember. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. I would rather listen to that than any of their albums straight through. Uh, but every single album has five songs I love on it, at least. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great stuff. Okay, so then, yeah, you uh, want to take us through? First, yeah, the first scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it, okay, sometimes I have, uh, I'm not going to call them arguments, uh, debates over how uh intentional a uh, a writer's uh the way a show goes mm-hmm. like a lot of times i'll hear writers talk about like their intention of this scene or that scene and something very mm-hmm. complicated emotionally that they want to draw out of the uh, the audience but when i talk yeah. to audience members your average audience people they'll be like no that's ridiculous the like writer does not have that ability to draw they're just in in like after having made the show and seeing its response are now saying, well, uh-huh. yes, this was my intention, blah, blah, blah. They're right. Famous, right. Right. I, I will agree with the author far more than I will agree with that, with that, with that point of view. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think that there was something in the way that that very first scene was delivered that mm-hmm. went from amateurish to professional. And it almost mm. felt like it flowed with the way she felt getting up mm-hmm. on stage to talk and then eventually falling into like a flow of then mm-hmm. captivating the audience. But yeah. as far as like a uh, uh, cinematic language. Yeah. Back in their seats, like the whole, like uh, she's <laughs> the author and, but another lady stands up when they call her and then she stands uh, up and walks around and then, Oh no, I'm just kidding. She's the author. Yeah. It goes off very, kind of corny and kind of like super fast, like smacked into like a very small scene. Right. But end of that scene, it was flowing perfectly like a really good show, like a well-made show. And I was like, could that be on purpose? Like, could that have been like to throw you off guard and then slide you into like a pro, like a more professionally made show? Yeah, for sure. It was like on purpose, I think, because I was thrown off too that like, oh, she's the author. Like, we're surprised by that. But then the audience take of like... um all the people sitting there to like just like walk out, kind of like which is, which is like, see. Here's the thing. Yeah, the, the those things all fit. The audience walking away, the audience coming back. There's a story you can tell that does all those things. Yeah, it just doesn't happen in the space of two lines that are said awkwardly, and then right. one side, one line well, that is said confidently. Like it, that's not like that yeah. And for me too. And I don't need all those cuts to like individual people sitting down, like all amazed, like, exactly. oh my God. Yes. I don't need yes. that. I just need subtle. Oh, they're coming back. Oh, okay, cool. The, she's interesting. There is we so know much, she's interesting. There, there can be an overshowing rather than yeah. undertelling, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. I know what you're saying. So, and yeah, I did. You're absolutely I right. totally picked up on that same vibe. Yeah. It was an awkward I'm fine. first scene. I'm, mm-hmm. We got past it and then I was fine with it. None of the rest yeah. of the shows slickly made. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's great to see. I ha- I don't think I have seen um Clive Owen in a minute. Yeah, me uh, neither. That's why I was uh trying to think about like what he's still got it. He's still out you know, there. Like, and you know, he, what's funny. He, huh? No, he kind of matches with this guy who's because he's saying like, oh, I disappeared for two years uh, no. <laughs> from public life, and now I'm coming back. And I kind of was like, oh yeah, you are. You are doing that, Clive. Uh, thank you, because you're a yeah, good I'm actor, to see man. What I like he him. was in. 
He was in the impeachment show. Oh, he was in American Crime Story as Bill Clinton yeah. uh, a couple years it. ago. And that's all. Yeah. A couple little things. I see Lisa Lissy's Lysy story. Yeah, I don't know what that horror is. drama. That's no, a, clue. Uh, based on a Stephen King. How did I know? I don't even know what that is. But it was then, yeah. the pandemic time. Yeah, I don't know. That's, good. Uh, That's a good point. Good point. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, but he's been off the radar for sure for a little, a little bit. while. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, he's good. We we the shows the the first episode at least it's very uh, formulaic it, that which is fine because if you can pull off a formula well, then there's a reason why it's a formula. It's because it works every time. Yeah. Um, and it this is the formula of fish out of water arrives in elite place so this could be a wizarding school it could be uh anything hmm. you know any place where you barely knew it existed before and now you've been invited right yeah and, and now uh-huh. oh go ahead oh yeah i was just going to add to that too because i know where you're i think i know where you're going with like uh-huh. it's the invite for the fish out of water but it's all set up for mm-hmm. uh somebody controlling the narrative of like what's going to happen to these people yeah. that are unassuming and uh so i got glass onion vibes i made a note of and, sure uh, well that's why i was yeah, I, and Glass Onion I think ties directly into like Agatha Christie style, like who done right. and shit like that, right? Yeah, Nine Perfect Strangers too. I wrote down that was like yeah, a, sure. a show a little We're while 12 back or twelve. That's not the correct. Uh, and then there were none. The oh, uh-huh. old title of it doesn't is not uh, uh-huh. socially acceptable anymore. But right. yeah, the, the 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 story of here's a number of people. Now let's see what happens to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I have at the top of my page is that mm-hmm. I thought Mister I I have. I have that he's. I have Elon. I have Poirot, and I have mm-hmm. is Clive Mister Body. Where is that from? Oh, Mister Body. Who's Mister Body? That sounds familiar. Well, yeah. why would you need Mister Body? Why would you need a body? Uh huh. What do you mean? Why would you any body? Why would well with oh. the beginning of you have a body and then you have to figure out what? Who is the any? And maybe you, no. Is so. the who is the killer? Uh, oh oh. And that's what Mr. Body is oh, the character clue? who clue? at the beginning of Clue, clue. is dead. Yes, the yes. character who is dead at the beginning of that's Clue right. is Mr. Body. And the characters all have uh-huh. to, or the or the players for because it's the same in the game. Uh-huh. have to figure out who killed Mr. Body, same as in the movie. Oh, so you think he's gonna be I thought per, per, right at oh. the beginning. But then oh, yeah. there's a reason why I wanted to bring up spoilers. Uh-huh. Sorry, you dropped out a second. Yeah, either. same. I got a little bit chopped up. But, I don't know if it's uh, you or me or not, but because uh, I'm looking good over here, I thought. But either way, um, so what you're saying, you thought it was going to be Clive? I thought it was going to be, I thought he was going to be the guy, but yeah. no, it turns out it's uh, Fangs. Yeah, it looks Fangs like it's himself. Our, well, yeah, which is crazy to me because I thought they were going to solve this crime together in this story. So that's why I'm a I little got, thrown off right now um, with exactly where the show's going. I was pretty sure it was either going to be him or or Clive. I was I was pretty interesting because mostly because the way that the show uh, and this is maybe not a good way to watch TV. Uh, the way mm-hmm. that it was set up, like every the the person who died would either have to have nothing to do with her or be the one that has the most to do with her because she's already mm-hmm. on the outside. So in mm-hmm. my head. <clears throat> they kept making a point of saying uh, there's it, the, that Elon and Grimes uh, invite people. Mm-hmm. Elon invites important people that are going to change the world, and Grimes invites a bunch of idiots that she finds interesting. Artists, uh, whatever the hell, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and our main character, Kate, is a writer. She wrote a really well-selling uh, uh, 
crime fiction novel. Uh, Wait, Kate? She, Who's Kate? I'm sorry, not Kate. Darby. Uh, Darby. Darby. Was yeah, Kate's yeah. the character from the last show. So. Right. <laughs> uh, the uh, Darby. The Darby's Darby. written this book, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So we're assuming that Grimes, uh, Lee, her her idol, her the person she looks up to more than anything in the world, and that anybody who knows her knows that, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. invited her because, mm-hmm. of course, because she's an artist, because she doesn't seem She to doesn't get an intro an at the dinner, too. Person. Right. She doesn't get it. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure Clive Owen invited her, right? I don't know. Like that's going to be a reveal. No, because I don't know. why would you keep making well, the point of okay. saying that 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 Lee is the one who invites the useless ones uh-huh. if you're not going to reveal? Oops, trickery! I knew that dude was going to die, and I hired you to find out who's going to kill. Well, I looked I at it the other. Be the, so they huh? they're implying to me that she's under some kind of like hypnotic spell of some kind. Uh, really? Like a Grimes, like that's why I thought when you mentioned Grimes, because oh, I thought that's, that's been right. implied too. That like Grimes, I thought like, you were talking about Darby. Sure, maybe she is. Okay. Yeah, like Grimes' involvement that. with the thing. So then, if she know, if in some way she's playing that part of being the hypnotized, then she invites um, Fangs and um, Darby as a way to like have people there that can help her uh, and figure sure. out, knowing that something might go wrong. And then Clive knows this and kills. Uh, our main dude guy, Fangs. Can we and give then, him a name? That's not Fangs. Oh, Bill. It's just, it's just really just Bill. Bill. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I know. I wrote down that, and I didn't. I forgot his name, and then somebody said Bill. Yeah, Harris Dickinson, who uh, he's a good actor. I've known him from a uh, couple. From I do. So, he's very good. He's great in this. In this, he's awkward seems... and weird. And then by the third or fourth scene that he's awkward and weird in, I'm like, oh no, I get it. It's a different. I'm just. I wasn't <laughs> on his feet. I yeah. Right. Yeah, um, Triangle of Sadness was a recent thing that um, put put him on my radar. I think that might be that, it. He was a voice in that Dark Crystal remake or reboot or whatever. Oh, is that right? That's funny. Yeah. He's got a good voice. He reminds me of the guy who played... John uh, Paul Getty in Trust. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he was... Uh, uh, or he seems like to me like the guy who plays Elvis, who played Elvis in the... Uh, oh, sure. Like the, the British version of, of uh, okay. that dude. But yeah, he's a good actor. He does a good job here. Um, I guess he's in one episode, it seems like. We don't know. We yep, don't know for sure it. yet, but that's what it seems what like. Well, mean, we, do we know for we sure he's dead at the end? We don't really know. For sure. Uh, no, it's and and this is something that they, I'm going to stick to Agatha Christie because I feel like this that's the most accurate. Please. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and Agatha Christie books, that's the, the whole a body. thing is looking at like mm-hmm. what like things are not as they appear to be. That is the, mm-hmm. that is a number one rule in Agatha Christie books. If you see something that appears to be a blatant version of an event happening, almost certainly mm-hmm. something else happened. Almost certainly right. not what you think happened. Right. Uh, so I can definitely see him uh, being, being uh, uh, still alive in some way, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it definitely takes away a little bit of the fun that I felt maybe she was going to have figuring this out. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, uh, that she that that it's somebody that's uh, the person that she loved who who died. But in a um, way, it kind of raised the stakes too. Like it makes it even more her her uh, motivations are even more uh, pronounced. You know, when you have somebody close to you die. So uh, right. if that is indeed the case, so yeah. Um, but and the and then mm-hmm. because it was him that died, suddenly there's a million connections to her that make other people connected to her via Bill dying. Um, right. Specifically, Zeba, the character of Zeba, yeah. who expressed a very big uh, admiration for Fangs. 
Yeah. Before knowing that uh, Fangs was actually a, a Bill ex-boyfriend to Emma or to Darby. Mm-hmm. She actually uh, has a weird reaction. Kind of like, oh, I thought I was the only one who knew, you know, like kind of. I like, got the impression she was, I got the impression, mm-hmm. I thought her reaction was more like, mm, like. Or are they involved? into giving. Oh, wait, whose reaction? Like uh, Z- Z- Zeba or okay, whatever. Zeba's. Yeah. I like Zeba's reaction uh-huh. was more like, you let me give away information without revealing that you that you had information you know oh like interesting you, you let me oh you withheld you withheld yeah without telling me like you made me the fool there for a second mm. like i didn't like how that felt yeah i think it could be that or just maybe that she's interested in him um and that he might be off the table maybe in some or just like that somebody yeah. somebody's there that could complicate oh, her sure. motivations for sure. yeah for sure that i think was part of it yeah yeah but i could also get like a uh, oh you were close to him tell me everything type of vibe too. right so it could right. go either way yeah this this show's cool the characters even the little bit that we get with the with the mix of characters and again very tropey you put a fish mm-hmm. out of water and you introduce them into not only uh like all a variety of very like unique characters but characters that basically say their one interesting thing about them and then say hi my name is blah 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 you know right. like that's very go like they right. basically turn around and go oh that's funny because actually the african swallow can carry a coconut further than the european swallow hi my name is jerry you know like <laughs> yeah. that's basically yeah. how their characters are yeah and i'm like uh yeah this is this is how you meet the weirdos in uh, in one of these shows it- but you know what's funny is it didn't seem as like over the top or like uh, in our face as like uh, Glass Onion, which maybe no. is because it's not a movie. Like a movie, you have to have that real estate of like, yeah. we got to get into the story. Shorter, we need to know yeah. who everybody is and get on with there it. There was also more of an antagonism, I think, in Glass Onion among them. Uh-huh. And I think that's actually something that always happens in these types of mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. is there's a lot of like, uh, what is it? It's very like, I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to win. Like, like right. there's a lot of like that kind right. of feeling. And I feel yeah. like in this one, there's not. And I give it uh-huh. like credit yep. for being a little bit more adult. Yeah. And no, like, I was going to say like the motivations that like Clive talks about, about like, we're here to like solve the world's problems, which is kind of a common billionaire thing of like, right. We have I so many resources. We got to do something. We're supposed to think of him as a little bit like narcissistic though. Like, right. Yes. Like, that's like, the way like, I took it. Almost certainly your, your solutions are worse off for some people than, you know, like, yeah. Like thinking that you're uh AI guy, what's his name? Uh, Oh, I didn't write down his name. The I didn't guy write that, anybody. Yeah, there's this guy who's like uh, we see earlier in the thing when um. So Clive, the, is it one of the gay couple? No, no, no. It's a, it's an AI care. It's the AI guy that's like oh, in her oh, room. The actual AI character. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah. Or alternative intelligence, as Clive likes to call his AI, um, that can revolutionize the Ooh, world or whatever. You that know? that moment where uh the dad where the dad turns to the child and they both say the thing at the same yeah, time. Yeah. That's creepy. one of the cringiest things parents do with their kids around yeah. like like look yeah. at my little look at my little brainwash. Look at my little brainwash. Yeah, my little, little protege that like I've saying you know, that using the, the, monkey. The, the proper PR terms that we're yeah. that we use. <laughs> yeah. He's just listening to our whole life talking about this. So he's Such mimicking everything. Yeah. 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 So but yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. No. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? Oh, I was just remembering that other uh, the other reasoning with like why Clive might be the one who would want um to kill Fangs is that remember we see those pictures. Uh, Darby finds those pictures of Fangs with right. Um. What's her name? The Lee. Uh. Yeah. Lee. She sees those uh-huh. pictures with Lee, like paparazzi kind of photos, like they're hanging out, maybe having an affair or something, you know. So, mm-hmm. and then it sounds like she's having sex, or he's having sex in his room, and we're to yeah, assume yeah. that that's with Lee, you know. 
It's a bit silly. That's why I took scene. it. It's a little bit it's silly a, that scene. Yeah, it, but part of that is the ambiguity, or no, uh, yeah, like um, what's her name? Not knowing, going I back and forth understand. between thinking she's ha- he's ha- and then like, oh, this sounds a little violent in there. Like, what's going on? I also didn't understand that they uh, that they were on the first floor, so I did not understand where she was running to. <laughs> I was oh, like, wait, oh. wait, where are you going? <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> Your help is needed here, and it's a circle. That whole place is a circle, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then she ends yeah. up on the outside glass, which yeah. was equally as useless as being outside the door. So I don't know what the right. Was, but. Well, just to <laughs> confirm suspicions, I guess, without having to like reveal if there was nothing going on and just be like. Oh, okay. Like, I, thought, okay. I thought her ring was going to open the door. Me too. They made such a big deal. And that was going to put her in a position where she looked like she was a murderer. Like, oh, I thought that was going to be that. Because as it is right now, because I, I was thinking like, okay, they're setting it up so that maybe she comes off as the one who possibly killed uh, her ex-boyfriend who is maybe having an affair with the woman who invited her here, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, but now I'm thinking like they can very clearly prove through the security that she did not enter the room, right? Like they'll, oh, yeah. they're going to be able to be like, yeah, yeah it wasn't her. There's she cameras was- all over that place too, probably. Yeah. But you know what's funny? You're, you're right though. That's kind of a, a like a red herring thing of like... um uh the ring. The ring will come back to be hacked, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she's going to use oh, yeah. that She's gonna use that to get around and do whatever she wants and get clues. You gave her. You gave. You gave. She has an an. You introduced an electronic key that everyone carries with them all the time. It's kind of like I just Poirot kind of a detective reference. Uh, It's a. It's kind of like her. They gave her a magnifying glass kind of idea, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's a tool. Yeah, it's a tool she's gonna use for sure. I do want to mention uh, a scene Mm -hmm. that I very much enjoyed. we flash back to it a few times, but it's a scene where Bill and uh, Darby are uh, hunting down a murderer's like uh, uh, what's that called? Where they leave their bodies? Mm. Uh, burying burial uh, burying ground. Yeah, yeah. Burial ground. Yeah. Is that everything? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. I think burying okay. ground. I think is. is, is I, I thought there was a different it. word for it, but ceremonial um, kind of. It could be like a for, from the from the killers ground, maybe from like the killer's point ground. of view. Yeah. Well, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, the, I didn't 100 percent understand how like where the murderer was in relation to this house and why they were like able to like. Well, it's that case of. Did you ever see um the black uh the black phone with um sure yeah Ethan yeah. Hawke? So like in that story, it's like this guy made an underground tunnel between a house that's like his kill house yes, and yes. then his real house, and he goes between Across them the or whatever. Yeah. So the way I took it is like that house was like a stagey house for like oh, his okay. ceremonial killings and whatever the hell yeah so then the killer comes back Mm -hmm. right while they're in there Mm -hmm. uh, that whole the the the, like time the way it ended up happening seemed impossible like all (laughs) the things that needed to happen yeah but it didn't matter because there was so much charm in the scene like it was so much fun i love the like diy of like the the garage door opener scene yeah that was a lot of fun and that relates to no no that's not lee that's another hacker she talks about Mm -hmm. that she references yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm so then, um, then they're inside, and I was also like, that doesn't make any sense. It's a pretty big uh, basement. They picked about a mm-hmm. two foot by two foot square of concrete that they're drilling through, and they're like, he said, "There's no bodies here." He said it looked like um, fresh, freshly poured oh, concrete. Okay, so that I was the it. reasoning behind it. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of definitely like, they were very loud. Like like when they put on the head yeah. the headphones to drown out the noise, I was like, well, then it's gonna be super loud in the neighborhood. Which yes. maybe is why, maybe like you said, if there was a guy in the neighborhood who was connected to that house, uh-huh. he would be like, hey, somebody is drilling in my kill spot. Well, yeah. And also, like, once we figure out that, like, um, he dug up the concrete 
to bury the bones, then why would you pour fresh concrete in the other area unless it was all freshly but then why would you dig up concrete to bury it's, the th- so that part of it is a little yeah a little hand right. wavy yeah but we do get the scene at the end where the the killer arrives at the top of the stairs it's gonna be tough to get down there. there's no more stairs i say the top he's of got the a stairs, gun though there aren't any stairs he's got a gun he does have a gun so if they just dip to the left so, they would be out of sight and not be able to be shot uh that's true too or like so the way i took it was that that guy killed himself Right, that's what we're to believe right. is that uh, yes, he, yes, he took his own uh, life. Right, yeah, that's what I think that how the, so the scene and then so in that scene he's he opens the door. We're never gonna mm-hmm. see him because he's in silhouette. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a gun, uh, and these two and there are two heroes uh, ostensibly mm-hmm. uh, start saying listing the names of his victims. I thought that scene was incredibly powerful. I thought it was really cool. Dude, the way she stared thought, him down, like. That was in awesome. the face of certain death. Yeah. All she could do was uh, tell you, we got like, you, dude. Like, stand, stand for the people that were lost and mm-hmm. they're not being stood for. Like, it was a really cool scene. Yeah. And it thought it left. So it left the ambiguity there because mm-hmm. later on you find out she seems to still be on the on the war path and he is long since left. Yeah. Um, and, and also, um, okay, a couple of things. So, like, she, this is her narrative too. So she's the one we're right. we, we're going along with her version of events based on this book that she wrote which for now we'll take her at her word but still keep in mind that some of that might be a little bit um you know dramatic or uh But do we know, see flashbacks but do we see flashbacks outside well, we so that's the thing. We do see the one of like outside of when she's reading the book. That's the thing and that and that's the part that um uh, so I think, adds to I think it in a, in a reasonable to, way, like because she's implying that Fangs was like traumatized by I think the guy yeah. killing himself. The whole process, the whole process yeah. of like the 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 dramatic nature of like and the scariness of like investigating crimes, going into people's houses, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I thought the I thought there was a, the, a wonderful moment of silence when they find the the body, and it kind of all becomes yeah. very much real in a different way for them. Like you can see like. Like, yeah, the loss of innocence kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, that, like, uh, this that is moment. real. Like, this just got yeah. really real. Like, for a long time, we're just on it on the internet. We're, like, Reddit mm-hmm. uh, sleuthing, uh, trying to solve crimes, on you know, remotely mm-hmm. in our own ways. But now it's become completely real. Yeah. For sure. And that's yeah. six years, right? Six-year gap, I think. Uh, six-year jump between right. those events between, and the Between uh, Fangs being just some dude and becoming a world-renowned... Uh, he's Banksy? basically Banksy. Like a right? Banksy. He's Banksy. Yeah. yeah he's Banksy. I heard that mentioned on the Watch podcast. I want to give them credit. Yeah. Cause like, I, I got that immediately, but it's, though. I thought yeah. it was immediately. Well, because nobody knows who Banksy is, but he still represents but, the idea. And of naming the, him Fangs kind of sounds like Grimes. It kind of sounds huh. a little like, like they're using... They're, mixed, they're doing a remix of the stuff that they're playing with. Right. Right, right. Uh, I only yeah. have a couple of other notes about the show, but generally I would say this is a cool show. This is a show worth watching. Mm-hmm. I'd love a whodunit. I do. So, you know. Yeah. And like we said, like it's an adult version. Like it's not really cartoony yes. in a lot of ways. No, I agree. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious like the depths to which this is going to go because I really think it's going to come down to a lot of like, and maybe it's because I heard people talking about this too, but the AI stuff. Cause there's at that time there was only two episodes when I heard a little bit of talk about this, but uh, it sounds like it might be, you know, we have a lot of shows with AI uh, stuff going on. So I'm wondering, yeah, AI, the AI learning to murder is what the, what brings the world to an end. So a murder (laughs) at the end of the world, which Uh, also the end of the world is kind of a misnomer to me. Cause it's, I think of that as like Antarctica, but they're in Iceland. Like Iceland is in the middle of the, 
middle. It's an idea for remote place. I yeah. think end of the world just means middle of nowhere, and it's but frozen, and you're not going anywhere. Because of the, you're not going I, I away. Think, I think you're right. I think end of the world is also referring to apocalypse. I think it's referring to oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the of the ARG uh, assistant, uh, I'm fine uh-huh. with everything except the knock. Explain. You can't explain the knock. How did the ARG knock on the door? Well, there was already another thing going on um, that was like the phone took over, but I thought she was talking on another. It was all phone or was there another thing? Because yeah, no, it sounds like a knocking, but it's really. Talking. Yeah, but the AI guy could, they could oh, no, generate it was an a email. Knock. It was an email. It was the, it was okay. Email. Yeah, okay. It's funny. Too. Okay. <laughs> this is the sign of a, this is the sign of a TV show that is written by maybe people who aren't tech heads. Yeah. Uh, but like, she, this is, this is a woman who knows her way around a little hack or two, right? Yeah. Uh, she was uh, dismayed by the number of of um, permissions that the application right. was asking for, right. which I was like, girl, those are all normal permissions that it's asking for. Because yeah. she does the one and she goes, and then she does the two and she kind of tilts her head and then she does the third and she's like, big smirk like come on yeah. how much of my information you want yeah. i'm like yeah. lady if i wanted to get any <laughs> app on my phone it asked me for at least those three exactly like, that's not even anything yeah but then like she downloads it she installs it and the load screen is like a little flaming version of the logo right and she's like whoa yeah and I'm like a loading screen <laughs> You're a tech person. Well, Get no, but here. I think it was implying that there was this other something going on, like outside of the know. screen. It was a, it was a confusing. Um, uh, and that's how we got. That's out. how we get into the. Uh, and that's how we get into the, the ARG assistant being yeah. being involved. Right. Yeah. So Which I is a cool effect. Little, I like that effect. Because it, uh, it's, it's this is what comes to to this is what comes as well when you do a show like this that is kind of throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like it is. It's it is. There's a ton of ideas. There's a ton of stuff that's almost certainly going to turn around to be like a like a a trick of some sort. Uh, I'm thinking of the dad on the phone. She calls mm-hmm. her her dad and gives right. him easily the most sketchy invitation anyone's ever received. And he's like, "All right, well, have fun. I'm proud of you. Well done. <laughs> Very cool." Uh, yeah. It reminds me of um, Leia's Gators. It reminds me of uh, of. Uh, What's his name? Uh, uh, Moon Knight talking to a mom on the phone oh. that doesn't exist. You know, oh, like uh-huh. it, it was reminiscent of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little convenient. And like also her um, being so excited, like when she gets into the 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 compound and like, oh, the, all this stuff's free, like and jumping <laughs> on the bed. I was just like, oh, this is a little out of character, I feel like. And like, but it is, this but it a little is more world tropey. wise. I would think. It is very tropey yeah. for a character who's out of water to be like rich things. For moi, yeah, oh right, goodness, right, you know? and and that yeah, it's kind of yeah. solidified a little bit. It helps its cause, like by us learning that, like maybe Clive didn't invite didn't invite her, and like she feels like she doesn't even belong there. So it right. would be a surprise to be in, included in something like this. But which uh, we get, we didn't mm-hmm. really get into the the various characters on the plane, and uh, maybe running a little bit long now, so we don't have to get into them. Yeah, yeah, but we don't yeah, know too much. We don't really, really know too much. She doesn't. Is there another character that we get uh, introduced to that might mm-hmm. be uh, an invitation of Lee's? Everybody else um, seems to be like Fangs for important. sure, right? Probably Fangs. I guess and, Fangs, sure. But that's like her um, friend, though. That's not even. That's like Lee. That's like Lee's friend coming to hang out. That's not mm-hmm. like an invitation. You know. Well, if 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 I guess Clive, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. So if Clive's the one that brought up everybody that he invited, I can't remember if it, how many it was or if it. It seemed like it was basically eighty percent 
of the people there maybe mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh yeah i'd have to go back and add up all the the people but yeah it seemed like it's way more obviously mainly his thing a couple other ones and maybe we'll figure that out too we'll figure they, out and they who. color him with the villainous role when he says i don't know what the hell you're doing here or whatever that he says like <laughs> right that's clearly covering coloring him with like a he doesn't appreciate humans if, if they don't seem to have a value to him like yeah immediately or whatever so yeah I can sure. easily see him being the bad guy, but we will see, I guess, as this show goes on. Yep, for sure, man. Um, All right. We will report back probably at the end of the show and see how the season went. At least yeah. just to say uh, if it was good or maybe it was amazing it and we come work. back and we do a recap. Either way, it could be fun, you know? Like if they mm-hmm. if they don't stick the landing, it's good like up until a point and then they don't really stick the landing, you know? There's going to be but. a bunch of weird stuff. I tell you what, mm-hmm. I'm going to want to know how that the AI guy ends up what he ends up doing so that should be that that at least will be interesting yeah um yeah let's see it's seven episodes so it's not really gonna be a crazy requirement and if we stick week mm-hmm. to week to week each of us um yeah i think that's a better move than trying to like hammer these you know and kind of keep the All mystery right. alive for the week yeah we'll see we'll see All at right. the end if the mystery is worthwhile are we doing loki next week or no we are my if we can't no we didn't do loki yet no, uh, i haven't seen it i have not seen it so we have right, not right, done right. it um <laughs> loki and ahsoka loki, sorry sorry ahsoki ahsoki um yeah i already prepped our man yanni um yes i think i did but yeah i think i did and we'll see though if that happens all right. yep all right till then adios Bye. Now, dude, watch.